0: You're listening to Pop Culture Fanatics, a podcast for the crazy fan in you. what's going on everybody and welcome to the premiere episode of pop culture fanatics a podcast for the fanatic in you i'm your host with the most vows, Cisco, and today we're going to be giving you the segment known as pop five dun 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 and of course my guest today is my brother from another mother danny mac how you doing bro
1: goosebumps I got
0: goosebumps. Okay, the guy has goosebumps. Uh, Today's episode on POP5, for people that don't know what POP5 is, it is a segment which I created based on popular culture and we rank them from five all the way to number one. Usually these are our personal picks so they're not ranked by Rotten Tomatoes or anything like that. No, 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 no. This is just us having fun, giving our two cents on what we like and what we love. Today's topic is going to be horror slasher movies. Yes, everybody, slasher movies. We're getting down to the Halloween spirit. All these different movies and shows are coming like American Horror Story 84. And a whole bunch of remakes or revisions of movies are coming as well too. So you know what? Let's start off the Halloween season right. Bro, I know you are a huge fan of horror. Tell me. What do you feel about horror movies? Why do you think people love horror movies, especially slasher movies, so much?
1: For myself, it's the unpredictability. Uh, Finding a horror movie where you can do almost anything you want to do. Uh, it could be gra- graphic, it could be vile, it could be sinister. So you put those into perspective, and you gain like a whole plethora of, of uh, unnecessary violence, gore, blood, whatever you want to do. You can put it into. Uh, it's it's uncategorized.
0: I got you. I got you. I for me, I I love slasher movies, horror movies, but specifically slashers because um you get different perspectives of the movie you're watching, whether it's like the POV version of the killer and um, what their intentions are for killing somebody. Or even just the person, the, the the main character trying to run away. Whether it's like the the all American version or the the unsuspected hero, I think slashers are fantastic. I think um, they say a lot about what's happening in society today within certain movies and certain genres. So um, yeah, I think slashers are like are a sleeper hit for some people.
1: The, the mainstay for me. I mean, I I enjoy watching good slasher of. of even somebody getting, like, uh, horribly murdered, you know? Yeah, just man. Look at, just look at it. It's just You can depend on, like, what, what type of sense, what type of uh, pain and humiliation the, the person is going through.
0: You're pretty messed up. <laughs> um, it's pretty fucked up, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? It went dark right That's there. Hard, I man. mean, and I gotta say, slashers are f- all in when it comes to pop culture man when you're looking at like certain masks like the the William Shatner mask for Halloween and how how that's so iconic or the ghost face mask
1: hockey mask of Jason hockey you know. mask
0: of Jason so simple like that or just you know the knife from you know child's play
1: something a weaponry that iconic can can judge like a character yeah, like a
0: chainsaw or chainsaw. you know things of that nature uh we have our top 5 lists i i said before the podcast bro my fucking list is going to be a lot different from yours. I think maybe we're going to settle on one or two, but I guarantee you three of them are going to be totally different compared to what you expect that.
1: I expect that totally.
0: So uh, without further ado, let's kind of get into the nitty-gritty of everything. Tell me your number five.
1: Number five, it's uh, it's kind of like you're not going to even like... It's a, it's a go-getter. So I, I'm a big fan of the Saw series. Mm-hmm. So let's go, go back to the early 2000s where... You know, horror, horror. was still like a good, you know, good flick to watch on. And you know, you had the new franchise with Saw. Very grotesque. But yeah, it's it's it brought a graphic and brought a lot of attention on on the mainstream audience, uh, America worldwide. It was it was so violent, it was so vi it, it was it was very graphic, uh, just watching all those all those uh, seven movies.
0: Which is the movie that you prefer as your number five? Saw two. Okay. I do prefer Saw Two out of all of them, but tell me why.
1: But the best one is uh it's 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 not just the home of itself, it's the swerve. Where you think Amanda, the serial killer, is is in the, in the room with the officer, who's the officer again? Uh, Mark Wahlberg's brother, he plays a character, and his son is trapped with all these other vile criminals uh, in a house. Yeah. And to play the game, uh, Amanda uses her, her, her ability to like, do these tactics and these extreme, like uh, brutal uh, traps uh, setting up upon these uh, criminals and the crooks. And she has uh, messages uh, of leading on to why they're there in the first place. And it sets a swerve where she's the actual killer and not Jigsaw. And she was Jigsaw's protege this whole entire time. She got away with the murder.
0: Spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen Saw spoiler, 2. Spoiler <laughs>
1: I just got too much of it in it. But like, I, I feel like Amanda was one of the best serial killers uh, uh, ever produced in the early 2000s. She was definitely my mainstay uh, of the Saw franchise.
0: Okay. Uh, I definitely like Saw 2. Um, to me, it's one of my favorites as well, too. So I think it's a great choice. It's not on my list, but it is a great choice. I do like the swerve with Amanda revealing herself at the end uh, to be the first girl in the, in the first Saw movie with the trap on that escapes. So um, I like to see that swerve. That was a fun little swerve. And with Saw, I think you saw the first three to four movies, the, the swerves were pretty fun. After that, they kind of got a little out there. Childish. A little bit. But I do like the gore in Saw 2. I... I I love my man, my, my Puerto Rican man that's like cutting his own neck for the number and tossing people in syringes and shit like that. Like that movie is graphic as yeah, hell. But to me, I think the characters are very flush. I think you have something that you you're rooting for these characters throughout this movie. So I I get that. Even though they're like bad you're people You're criminals that did bad things. You do. Really and then and, and in some weird way, you know, Jigsaw is has a point of what he's doing he's making people suffer for
1: even though the guy died you know he still haunts you to this day with with messages flurrying through through pre-recorded tapes and 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 his puppet his mainstay, creepy puppet billy the puppet uh saying these things with whenever the tv shows now you know whenever you want to play a game you see that you see that message and it's so iconic you you can't you can't stay away from it it gives you that that Goosebumps, what I said referred to
0: early on. Definitely, definitely gives you that goosebumps right there. Um, I'll pose a question for you. Um, Saw franchise, you know, almost, you know, a decade, a little bit more of a decade into these movies right here. Um, Last movie that came out was the Jigsaw movie. Do you still feel like there is an audience for the Saw movies, or do you think it kind of, it, it, it ran its course? It ran its course. It
1: mainstayed its purpose. The purpose was for, uh, um, Jigsaw, the main the main character, to uh, flourish and and the main the pur- his purpose was to put fear on all these people mm-hmm. uh, doing bad things, and the whole thing was value life. But I think and and further on, they they definitely did a number with this character, and they definitely did a number with uh, a corny acts, a uh, corny uh, uh, criminals that didn't matter. The plots all connected, yeah, but. Where are we going? Where are we getting at? You know, we're just just being repetitive.
0: Yeah, definitely Jigsaw, an agent of chaos, someone who, who wants to put the idea of chaos and unpredictability into everybody else's mind. Um, kind of like the upcoming Joker movie that's coming up very soon too. So you know, very fun parallels with that character right there.
1: Um, it was. Thing is, it was very predictable, and you can guess who the killer was further on. Um, there were just like, how many traps can you do? You know. Yes,
0: but those first three movies, those tro- those the
1: trilogy that should have ended like that on a high uh, note. Of course, you know it was good to to make money off of these. It was a cash cow, but um, I feel like it it overstayed its purpose. So it was always the purpose of 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 ending a uh, a thing, a, a reality of of people like doing these heinous things, and you get shit for it.
0: Yeah. I feel you, man. Saw too. Great choice for your number 5, sir.
1: What is your number 5, sir?
0: My number 5 is um, a little recent right now. Um, I will say that, in my opinion, the slasher genre, I thought it was dead for a while. I thought we were just getting like Saw movies and like just B to C class movies, which are fun and I do love. Um, but at the same token, I, I thought this movie was... A sleeper hit for me, and I was—I really was making fun of it when I first saw the commercials. But then something told me to see it, and I saw this by myself um, last year. And I gotta say, I fucking enjoyed it from top to bottom. It was a ride, and it's very uh, much—it it, it harkens to what's happening today and the, the pop culture where everybody's dealing with today, especially with all, like, the fear farms and the and the, the circus acts and the little— um, The carnival rides you do for Halloween these days. The Scarefest, the Haunted Houses. So yes, my number 5 pick is 2018's Hellfest. I think this movie was, to me... It was unpredictable, but also played the same horror tropes as every other slasher movie does play with. You know, you have the main girl who, you know, is pretty nice. You know, she has a little bit of a backstory, but, you know, she's the person that you think is going to stay throughout the end of the movie. You have, you know, the badass chick. You have the jock guy. You have the guy that kind of likes the girl as well, too. You know, the mainstays are always in these movies. The thing about this movie is that it kind of, it updates the slasher genre to a current to current time right now Where everybody's having fun In the haunted house attractions This shit can really happen You can have someone Dressed up like I don't know um, um, Michael Myers or You can have him Dressed up
1: the cla- As Killjoy the clown uh, or Something
0: Something hey. like- Exactly, someone crazy And then out of nowhere you get murdered in one of these Little haunted attractions So this movie kind of revolves around that Where you have just one killer Just killing people in these traveling haunting, uh, Haunted circuses If you will um, Hellfest has a, a bunch of not well-known actors and I like it because sometimes it builds a lot of characters for people that you may not have seen before but you're rooting for as well too you're not too invested in them at first but they're fun as hell um I think the main the main killer it's very ominous I think that because he is so and very much spoiler alerts for Hellfest right there people haven't watched it I think the killer it's made to look very. Have you ever seen Hellfest yourself? I did not see it. Okay, I, I will. I won't spoil too much for it right here. But when you first see the killer, he's very much someone that is very much like an average Joe, like someone who just picks up a mask and ha- puts a hood on and just slashes and dashes people.
1: So it's like a serial killer, but he can be any. He or she can be anybody. Pretty
0: much, it does play with that with that notion right there. And I will say the kills are very satisfying. They're very much carnival vase kind of kills, so I think you'll like that as well too. There's even. A point. I'll spoil this right here. Money
1: to see it. Where
0: one of the main characters falls on one of those um, those strong man with the hammer things, with the thing, with the buttons. Oh yeah. His head falls on it, and a serial killer just so, whacks it right there, it's and then. Like some type of Final Destination
1: or Zombieland. Kind
0: of, but you even get the comedy spot with the bing. So it's pretty fun. There's a couple of good cameos that I won't spoil for you as well too. But I think it's a fun movie for this day and age. It's fun for. Kids and teenagers that... Well, I won't say kids, but I'll say teenagers that are into the slasher genre to kind of get their feet wet. This is a fun movie that's very relevant today. And it has a it has a nice little twist at the end, which I would hope that it's going to continue the franchise. Maybe, may not. It may just be a one shoot that makes you wonder, which I would be okay with as well, too. Like I said, guys, this this is not... Um, a best of podcast ranked by all all the critics in the world. No, no, no. These are our personal favorites. Um, yeah, I love Hellfest. It's very new. It's very, um, it's new and old at the same time. But it's very fun. It's a fun ride, just like the Hellfest rides are. And
1: it's it's like one of these other movies that you you don't really get a get a good sense of you get a different vibe but like when you go see it it's like oh my gosh I, I, I'm totally down It's hard with to invest yeah. your time in movies Especially these days. Especially these days for horror man. We'll get into that later but um uh definitely uh who's
0: next? Well speaking about next, what is your number four?
1: So in nineteen sixty three he murdered his sister uh in a day of Halloween when she was seventeen years old as a boy uh later on years later 1978 he comes back escaped mental patient wow
0: you're starting this as your number four you're gonna piss a lot of people off
1: go ahead <laughs> um 1974 he comes back haunts a babysitter and had to feel a noise and i think you all know where i'm going with this yeah and i wanted to i wanted to go with the 2008 one so i was kind of debating wow him. okay but I will
0: always have a soft spot for the original Halloween. Okay. Seventy-eight. All right. T- tell us why do you put the because ri- I I will say that I I know I personally know a lot of people that put Halloween not only as their favorite slasher movie but their favorite movie of all time. So, so why is it tops? Like-
1: it's it's my favorite. It's not really one of my favorite movies of all time, but it's a it's a it's a definitely a horror classic. It's definitely like a, a fun horror classic that uh was not never supposed to be successful was not never supposed to go on and have the, all these other alternative movies uh it was supposed to be a one low budgeted type of movie uh made by john carpenter and 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 his low budgeted uh, other crew uh uh set aside and you know the th- difference within the Halloween. so it separates halloween from all these other franchises is that michael myers is based on like he has, a, he has a fucking William Shatner mask yeah. made up of a pale, it's a, it's a pale face. That will haunt anybody, especially in the nightmares. That will haunt little kids. He's the pit, as he goes by many names, the shape, the boogeyman. And he, this guy is definitely built on destruction. Um, escape mental patient, but is now later we get the story of how he gets those powers, of how he's, he's a, 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 the devil walking on two feet in human flesh. Michael Myers is a uh, definitely a force to be recommended. I think the, the original Halloween t- 1978 version is definitely one hands-on, to this day, one of the best Halloween's I've ever seen. Um it definitely deserves to be on the top five and not the top top ten. Okay. Um so the basically the rundown of Michael Myers escapes uh and uh in a mental patient uh mental facility comes back to Halloween. And there's also this marks the debut of uh uh, uh Jamie Lee Curtis in her film debut. So a lot of you get a lot of these actors. That, that you see that you witness and some of them start right on in horror movies you know? yeah
0: definitely I, I, even her
1: mother started in, in Psycho the first Psycho
0: I, I think you know this This is a definitely a classic altogether. I think with the, the lore of, of Michael Myers and the psychotic nature of him as a kid killing it um, killing at, at a young age and then just um, the downward spiral of someone with a quiet obsession I think the film works so well Being quiet at times I The obsession my, of How he can't stop killing uh, I, I I do like the fact that This this movie I could speak so much about This movie right here um, But I'll, I'll let you go more into it But I do like Everything from this movie From um how quiet Michael is when he first wants to kill something to how deadly he looks uh, creeps, um, how, he, how he, he
1: creeps up to the people when when the music goes on it, very it's much sound like itself itself great is, is, it's pretty it's pretty creepy the music
0: itself is a character in this movie as well too very, I will say that
1: how he walks you know how he haunts how he creeps how he lurks
0: you know? um you know we have a cousin Johnny I'm not sure if he's listening to this podcast Oof. but he dresses up as Michael myers Oof, each well he ever. you know he's six like six foot six of just like chaos himself hanging around the marinick New York so so, you know, shout out, a former, f- former football player, man. This guy is, is massive. Shout out, Johnny. There you go. Have Love a good you, time. Um, but yeah, um, I think this is a great pick. I think, like I said, I'm surprised you rank it so high up, high up on your on your list. I'm surprised. I want to hear. I if it were a top
1: ten that I, I rank it lower, but it definitely deserves to be up there. Okay. Just, just I'm very curious to
0: see what your next um, picks are. Yeah, it makes me excited right there. But um, this, yeah,
1: that that that. that, that Itself uh, The first Halloween Definitely deserves to be up there It was kind of debatable With the 2008 Because the 2008 Was referring back to
0: The 40 years later You know That's what I like So Question for you People Have this Giant debate Like it's either you You love Halloween 1 But you hate The remake of Rob Zombie's Halloween do I think I, Rob Zombie's
1: hate? Halloween It it could have went You know It could have been So much worse I I Definitely like Hands on Like the The first one Mm-hmm uh, the first one will always be okay It's just the second one uh, Did not need to be made uh, I think it was very poorly I think Talking about the Rob Zombie like, version right? Yeah okay. I think it was just like Halloween 2 was just like
0: not meant to be made Got you got you um, Yeah um, I totally agree um, That's a great pick right there Michael Myers a On a Mount Rushmore
1: Definitely one of my hands on favorite killers of all time
0: yeah, he on a Mount Rushmore of so serial killers, slasher movies, icons. He's up there. So a great pick right there, man. So my number four. I'm gonna still keep it kind of recent. I think, like I say, I think we're in somewhat of a renaissance of um, slash movies. Hell, even yeah, Halloween they, came really. the Halloween came back last year as well too.
1: I, I, yeah, um, the, I think the, the original slashers are making a way to come back because they, you know, who wouldn't want to see, we see, you know, all these guys coming back uh, for one more go. I think that there's more money to be made, but like, just do it properly. And with all these remakes coming about, uh, you see the. Right. and no one's like a paranormal Black. activity and it's all about paranormal stuff right
0: now I feel well even Black Christmas that's a remake as well too coming out oh, yeah, as well that, too that one. but um, my number four is a recent movie that honestly once again surprised the hell out of me it's a movie that combined two I want to say not genres, kind of genres in a way, but it just mix two things together that shouldn't work whatsoever. It mixed like Groundhog's Day with Scream in a way. And honestly, I didn't think it would work, but I think with the cast, with the comedic timings, with the murders that happened, and just how fun the marketing is, even with the 50 cent, go, go, go. <laughs> it's your birthday. This is um Happy Death Day. I thought oh Happy Death Day is a fantastic Slasher movie it is great for the current times. Modern
1: day f- for this generation, yeah, it's
0: definitely go getter. Definitely, like I said, it, it, co- it combines like Scream and Groundhogs they all together with, with with you're not sure who the killer is and the killer could be anybody. She's trying just to like, figure just it the out.
1: Ghostface, Ghostface can be anybody. Exactly,
0: and then you know you have the creepy baby, baby mask, mask, you know, which so is I like could, it's you know? pretty iconic at this moment in time. Like there's two movies for it, and I think you know this is a movie you know that that made you know. A lot of money, like it. it made up one hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of
1: people Want to go see it. You know, I, I I saw it. Um, I didn't think too bad of it. You know,
0: it's uh, to me. It's just I think the characters are are fantastic. They're fully fleshed out. You know, you have your main character who you already write her off as this like you know sorority girl bitch who does not care about anybody you whatsoever. To survive And you go with this story with her, kind of like Bill Murray was in Get around Day, where you see him as a douchebag as well, too. And they have to kind of overcome their own uh insecurities and inconsistencies um to kind of get back to the next day eventually and you see this with this movie as well too she's trying to figure out who the killer is but she's also trying to figure out herself you know she's becoming a better person she's meeting new people and at the same token while meeting new people and getting to know the other side of somebody's like bright side or getting to know a nerd or getting to know like you know a band or whatnot she has to redo that every single day so it's like not only is it a horror slasher movie it's a fantastic movie to like about growth and and just acceptance and and so much more I think this movie Like really Hits a lot of beats And It's very strong I think it's The comedy aspect Is hilarious Every time she dies And wakes up And she feels that pain Waking up And she's like What the fuck And everybody else Is like What the fuck Around her I
1: think it's like An after though. Like she, she's Having a massive
0: hangover Yeah Yeah Because she's portrayed As that party girl So every time she wakes up They think she's having A bad trip and whatnot. So <laughs> you know I think um, if For anybody Who hasn't watched this movie Or was kind of like Turned off from this movie Because it looked Too modern for slasher movie or too stupid or too um, stupid like this is a pleasant surprise it's funny it's scary um it has great 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 comedic timing with some unknown actors at one point who are pretty good now right now as far as like the teen dramas go um very fun movie like i said happy death day 2 came out as well too um, earlier this year which is pretty fun but like i said happy death day if you haven't seen it it's hilarious. It's fun, you know. Um, you know, these are the, from the producers of the of Get Out and The Purge and The Visit. Right here, this is just like an all out crazy movie. Watch it. It's fun. What is your number three, sir?
1: Number three will have to be the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: Okay. Wow, that's pretty hot yeah. too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's definitely definitely has to be up there. That, that will definitely be on my top five. Um, okay. Right there. Right on. Um. It's not just the the pit on on the character of Leatherface itself. It's more like it explains the story and it's it's a very graphic story of how it it backtracks so based on the knowledge of what I know of of, of Glenn. Uh who is it? His name Uh the serial killer based on the true story Ed Glenn, right? Mm-hmm. Although the the world itself is very fictional, it takes pace prior to like the stories of, of what he did and this guy was just like massive on the on the it was in the nineteen sixties, seventies. He murdered countless women, uh found many bones, many, many uh arteries, many uh headless uh parts of a woman uh stored in his freezer. I mean this guy was just like brutal like, and Gunnar Hansen came up with this concept of like, okay, we'll we'll have like this, deter, this deteriorated guy, this figured guy, be the main killer of what's to come as a, as a big like, serial killer. Nobody expected this guy to like even last, you know, the first movie. Uh so Leatherface, Leatherface became like so iconic. I think he was one of the starts of what what slasher's were meant, of what slasher's personified, and a and a and a mainstay slasher and a serial killer, because Leatherface, uh who, who? let me tell you something, who would be afraid, like, who wouldn't be afraid of a guy ch- ch- uh, chasing you with a chainsaw? Norman Bates. Yeah. Well, that's, 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 one, that's one thing. Okay, but go that's ahead. He, that, was a, that was another one, but, yeah. like, <laughs> go who, ahead, who though? Would, wouldn't be afraid, like, of, of a guy chasing you uh, with, the, with the chainsaw? Mind you, fun fact, this chainsaw was actually, there was a real chainsaw actually used in the movie. mm yeah, well, I mean, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, they they used like a natural real chainsaw for the actors. This was oh. low budgeted too. Nobody expected it to be high gross. This was banned in several different uh, countries, man. This is how bad they actually got, and uh, the, the the director Gunnar Hansen uh, set himself one of the PG rating, and PG thirteen wasn't wasn't around at the time, so he wanted a PG rated content for the for the uh, for the movie, but. It was depicted at a radio art due to the blood and, and graphic uh uh scenery
0: and the nudity. I definitely think that like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is another classic. I I I'm very surprised that you put that high on your list as well it had too. To be. Um it had to be. Um That movie I know has scared people from eating meat. Traumatized people. Now that they're vegans or vegetarians because of that movie. These guys are actual cannibalistic.
1: uh, uh, This is a
0: cannibalistic family. Well, not even that. Like, if you even take the the cannibalistic side of the movie out, just like the graphic nature of Leatherface sawing somebody's leg off and putting salt on it or something like that. Or
1: sawing somebody's face off and putting actual a skin face on his face yes
0: or hooking somebody up as well too on on you know a hook like a meat stack or
1: something like that you know
0: it's 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 crazy i think that initial scene where you see him open sliding the door and coming after them uh it's it's horrifying it comes out of nowhere it's scary as hell i think um that movie works on so many levels out of nowhere
1: man he's definitely a he's definitely a, a face a force to be reckoned with either because uh people see uh, know about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre it was traumatizing it causes people to like to like be like have anxiety or something like that man like this, this movie like definitely scared the living hell out of a lot of people
0: what do you see I mean we've seen Leatherface and Texas Chainsaw be either remade Countless or redone too. Um, do you still think that that character is still relevant to date couldn't it if we just took took a seat back and tried to let's say make a television series or a Netflix or a Hulu series about Leatherface or a Texas chainsaw masker, do you think that people will still have a a want to watch that still? A
1: death deep spot for for definitely a killer like that um because leatherface uh, it definitely grows on you you know people want to definitely tune into you know the where where he is now, or it can definitely depend on like a remake of of, of 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 definitely what they're doing with Michael Myers. It can definitely mainstay of what what happened with the first one or where he is now, or uh, how what what where the story goes. Because there's plenty of countless stories you can tell. Uh, you can go and in, in Texas, oh uh, uh, with this with this uh, massive killer. You know, I feel like he's still relevant well to this day, of how scary he was back then,
0: man. Oh yeah. Especially without, oh, you know, not to go too touchy on today's society, but for everybody, you know, trying to run across country to hack somebody with a country that hacks them by the sword, or uh, you know, the mass amount of murders that are happening these days. I think a movie like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is still relevant today. I think the original movie. Will- whole so well. I think the grainy nature of it so is fantastic, well. and oh, I even like the the actual remake of it as well. Too. I like the
1: 2003 version. The 2003 version, people gave it a lot of shit for it. I don't see I, why. I I, 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 you know, definitely enjoyed it. Just to sit back and watch, I sit, still would sit back and watch that movie because it, 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 it uh it, it was definitely dark too. You know?
0: Yeah. I, I they're they're both pretty dark movies, definitely but I, I definitely it. think the original one. It, it really... It, it sets the tone. I think... The original
1: one definitely set the bar. It definitely... Uh, it sets
0: the bar. You're right about that. I think... It, I, and we're looking at, you know... 70s and 80s... You know... Glorify... You know... Um, slasher porn or movies or slash almost.
1: torture porn movies, man. Like... Like... like
0: Texas Chainsaw Massacre... Really is up there. It's crazy, man. I think before that... Like... Um,
1: Obviously, there was Psycho.
0: Well, even... You know? Even like... Like a movie like... Um, Last House on the Left... The original one as well So The remake is pretty good too But Last House on the Left Is such a like a A traumatizing movie To a lot of people for real though um, Especially that rape scene is just very brutal as well too But I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre Sets up such a high bar In in cringe That every moment You feel cringe It's not that you're horrified Or initially scared You, you
1: feel for these people you, That are in the movie Yeah I,
0: I think it, it really is Not knowing w- What's going to happen? It's with not. No, it's move
1: not move. normal, you know.
0: Nope. Not Just normal. Face, at which all.
1: is what you know. We we fantasize about about what horror truly is, definitely. and def- definitely when you think of a chainsaw, you think of a love the face. You you definitely think of that that horror icon
0: that that haunted people throughout throughout this this for decades. No, no, that's why I'm I'm interested to see what your your next few are from here, man. Your next few are from here because those are like some heavy bangers that would be on everybody's number one right there. So. I'm interested to see what will happen there. But great pick right there Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, let's get into my number three right here. Um, my number three. In the 80s, I feel as much as people want to say. Well, you know what? I'll say it right here. There's three real killers in the 80s. You can make your points for everybody else, but there's Jason Voorhees. Of course. There's Michael Myers. Of course. And there's Freddy Krueger. Of course. You can make your points across about all these movies, how great these Silver Killers are, how these slashers are great movies. I was always a Freddy guy. I thought that Freddy Cougar was a perfect blend of fear and comedy that I needed out of a slasher movie.
1: He's what fear would actually replicate, man.
0: And as much as I love the original Wes Craven, um, oh, Nightmare on Elm Street, my favorite out of all... The Nightmare series, It will always be my favorite... Like I said, guys, I don't fucking care. This is not, like, your favorite. This is my favorite, right here. Is Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors, to me, will be the definitive... Friday the 13th movie of all time for me. Not only are you getting... um, All these great characters coming together from past to old. You're getting... um, Oh, I'm sorry. From past to new, you're also getting Freddy Krueger at his highest point right here in 1987. After Nightmare on Elm Street 2, the the filmmakers over there were actually contemplating on not doing this ever again because of the poor results of Nightmare 2. And while Nightmare Number Two is pretty cool, it does the reverse um, trope of instead of a girl damsel in distress, you you, you got to get a guy damsel in distress. And um, there's a lot of Allegories in that one right there That could be for another podcast Nightmare 3 brings it back to prominence Once again Honestly with Dream Warriors you get these characters who actually figure out How to really take on Freddy Definitely. And in their dreams And having them be the The gods of their own dreams You have characters that become a wizard That become a strong man and battle Freddy In their dreams And it's very fantastical It's very crazy, it's very out there It's 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 it's, it's a really different Freddy Cougar movie It's more of an action slasher If you will, yeah, but yeah. honestly Just the nature of the kills in this movie are fantastic.
1: Stunts, you know, all, all what they did to make that... that whole entire like movie arc like go man that was that was hands-on i feel like that was that should be on the
0: top definitely and then you get like you know the the, the culmination of nancy's character as well too who passes it on to patricia arquette's character as of well course. too um I, I think you know when it comes to the kills when it comes to um the brutality of this movie uh, when it comes to even to the jokes as well too i think it's all really just
1: it's not really up there man
0: i uh, mean you know the haunts
1: the dreams the dream sequences were very
0: very vile too I mean I, I just I feel like this is the continuation that everybody wanted when it came to Nightmare on Elm Street yes we of got course. the initial scare in Nightmare 1 Nightmare 2 fell off a little bit but Nightmare 3 really pushed the envelope on what Freddy's all about and what he can do and what you can do to what him as well too of. so I mean like it's a fun fantastic movie hell even Nightmare 4 Dream Master it's a great cult classic but I think when you you look at freddy cougar and you ask anybody out there that says hey what's your favorite nightmare movie most of them may say nightmare one but I think I'm not in a minority when I say that Nightmare Three Dream Warriors <laughs> is the best Freddy Dam Cougar movie out there. I think it has a better cast. I think it has the better kills. I think it has a better fucking soundtrack with Dokken, Dokken, um, just with the Dream Warriors. Like it's a fucking great soundtrack right there. Like this movie is just great and just it it really prompts Freddy Cougar into pop culture mainstream from there. Uh, I love it I love it
1: I definitely love it too Um, Hands on Like, the Dream Warriors Will definitely be A soft spot What's your original, favorite one? And the original You know In Is like The, the main uh, The main Freddy Krueger Robert England. Oh he yeah He'll he always be Personified by what Freddy Krueger's is about
0: Do you um, have a specific Freddy Krueger mood That you like the most? I mean,
1: I'm, number one will always be one of my top, but three is definitely up there. The new Nightmare.
0: New um, Nightmare not, is not bad. It's, it's not pretty bad. solid.
1: You know, Freddy vs. Jason. No. You
0: know. uh, that's I, you.
1: I, I, I definitely like the Freddy vs. Jason. You like the but soundtrack. Yeah. It, it was the yeah. <laughs> WWE, like, mashup. You know? oh, I can't stand it that was
0: it, was it was so funny. It,
1: it, it was funny on my part. It was not one of the definite best, no, but, like, it that, was definitely, like...
0: That's your generation right gosh. there. I understand that. I, I totally understand that. <laughs> Um, so let's get down to nitty gritty right here. What is your number two?
1: You see, number two would have to be Signs of the Lambs.
0: Wow, okay. Okay, interesting. I wouldn't, okay, very cerebral, but go ahead. I want to hear this.
1: Uh, so Anthony Hopkins himself, uh, I wouldn't recognize him as like one of those guys that would be into horror or anything like that because he's he's so, uh, originally he was like what like depicted in like what uh, uh not I want to say mystery thriller but more the, of him being a, like a main lead it's of a, Shakespeare. a slasher like, yeah a a a more... Shakespearean type of, type yeah. of guy um, very very uh, dark and gritty like he's like another Edgar Allen Poe. You know, but he told he told a de- definite like graphic story of what Anthony Hopkins can definitely do because Anthony Hopkins' uh, portrayal as Hannibal Lecter mm-hmm. will definitely like like <laughs> it definitely it scars me to this day.
0: Right. So, what is it about? Because I know people argue that they either like Silence of the Lambs or like Hannibal. So
1: I think you know, people have been telling me about Dragon was some of their fa- one of their favorite. Red Dragon is my favorite yeah. out of all
0: of them. But go yeah. ahead though.
1: Uh the, no the the first one is I and I hands down Hannibal is like definitely up there too I like Hannibal too as well um, but Silence of the Lambs is something about it that when it was introduced like when it was brought out there he just like definitely yeah, Jodie Foster at at her best right Jody there Jodie Foster like definitely that was that was definitely like her the stage of her peak you know about these movies because she uh, knew how to control him she was just like material to him but she didn't favor that because. She thought he was
0: a creep, you know. She liked to she liked to toy around with his fans. she was definitely good for that role. So let me challenge you on this. What makes Hannibal Lecter more sadistic than Leatherface or Michael Myers?
1: He is very intellectual. Okay. He hands down, uh, like Jigsaw, that likes to play and, and play games with people. He's very manipulative okay. with his kills. Whenever he strikes nobody would would see it coming. He's like a slithering snake, okay this guy is is a is a psychologist for christ's sake, a doctor helps trying to help patients and he's he's insane he's he goes out of insanity too i, 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 I nothing nothing beats a bad uh, doctor uh going insane and, and and eating people just for the hell of it just just a normal guy you think uh just having a good decent meal but you see seen that meal uh fried brains. Uh, yes, Human Carpaggio or, Yeah, cor- corpses, like fingers, whatever you will. This guy did it all. Uh, he he ate a brain of a man just just to just to feed on it. You know.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, looked is very sadistic. Um, very, calculative. Very cerebral. He's someone that he's he's, he's a thinking man's killer. He knows what, what he's doing in it too. You know. I do like the relationship with him and Jodie Foster in this movie as well too. It's I just, think it's
1: just chemistry right
0: there. It, it they have fantastic chemistry, which I think um I, I forget what what's her name in the second movie in How- Hannibal. Um uh, it's it's gonna wrap me in, in in the back of my head in a few, but I thought that Jodie Foster's chemistry was was ten times better, and and I I liked that movie a lot. I really do understand this
1: is one of these new like uh mysterious like type of thrillers that you just like sense like a like a Sir Anthony Hopkins being in it. okay, you want to view that you know you want to see what he can do in this horror movie. He definitely like made the world like iconic. Uh, you, that would be my favorite Hannibal the
0: Cannibal. Oh, definitely. And, I, you know, when people say that, you know, they love Red Dragon like I do. I love Red Dragon. Oh, but um, you get a lot of Red Dragon in, in the original Silence of the Lambs. Uh, whether it's a hero, part, and then um, my man with the, with the pizza face, you know, getting dropped down and, and whatnot. Was, the, the thing like, is, like,
1: he helped solve other crimes, you know. It was the, the whole mainstay of the movie was not on him, it was to solve another murder.
0: Yeah, it de- definitely. Like with, with Silence of the Lambs, you're playing on so many uh, so many beats right there. Like, uh, it 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 serves many purposes in the horror genre. And that's why I, I'm not sure if it's actually a slasher, but I could see it as a slasher definitely. movie as well too. Um, I um I love Eddie Hopkins in um, that movie. Yeah. So, besides that, besides, if you if you take um, Hannibal out, if you. Mm-hmm. If you really had to, to, like, choose between Hannibal, let's say, Leatherface, and Michael Myers in, let's say, a four-block radius that they had to kill each other, who would win? Michael. Really?
1: Michael would definitely, like, uh, there's there's just a... First off, uh, for a way for these for these killers to get in a way with each other they have to know like a killer instinct like Batman should know like who Captain America is if they were to ever cross over Hannibal would definitely I don't know Hannibal you know what Hannibal will probably be like the main like uh, the mainstay of the whole entire of all of them right just because it knows a sense of like how to stop them but even with Michael Myers, just one slip—that's it.
0: Julianne Moore, that was a person in Hannibal. Uh, she plays a Jodie Foster character.
1: Let the face is killable because he would just like freak out and, and just like cause a, a chaos chaotic scene. All right, giving them like uh, like a easier way for for them to for them to the slash one. I could see that. I could see that.
0: Well, let's get into my number two. We're really getting down to the wire right here. Um, I know people are wondering. Like, wow, like Halloween was high on your list. That was high on your list. And Frank, you don't even have any classics on your list. What's going on over here? Mm -hmm. Well, guys, prepare to even be more disappointed with my picks right here. Because I have another recent horror movie in the last decade that, to me, could have been my number one. And I was going back and forth as this being my number one or my number two because it takes the slasher horror genre and turns it upside down literally and turns into a fucking spectacle in the last ten minutes of this movie. Um, This movie was directed by Josh Whedon. If you don't know Josh Whedon, he is the, the showrunner for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel Hell. He was even the director for Avengers Age of Ultron. He is a guy that really just loves the torture aspect of certain movies as well too great comic book artists as well too josh whedon created this wonderful movie this American horror comedy um that came out in 2012 um starring chris hemsworth for no uh yes chris hemsworth chris you know richard Jenkins, Je- uh jesse williams um anna hutchinson this movie is called cabin in the woods I Really Love really? Cabin in the Woods Because It Really Flips What The slasher Beat is it Takes the, the prototypical Teenage kids Five
1: Teenage typical kids so the, You got the stoner The, the stoner The jock The, jock, the, the virgin, virgin girl, girl.
0: Yes, like everybody that you know In these movies are in this movie And they get there And it's a typical cabin in the woods And you know, they're picking rooms They're getting late, they're getting high All the beats go down And then Five minutes into this fucking movie You're like, this is kind of weird What's going on here? And you notice that this whole thing is being simulated By a government agency That are betting on people dying And I love this fucking fact because if this was true, people would do it for today. People would gamble with people's lives. They do. They already do gamble with people's lives. But the fact that, like, it's just so mundane at first but then so exciting toward the end, like, you're getting... Oh, this movie is just – it plays on different beats like, hey, like, um, um, Human Resources says that, you know, they're going to find, like, uh, the Necronomicon and you're going to get killed by deadites. Like, <laughs> you get, like, so many pop culture references from killers in here. You get, like, a Ghostface reference. You get the Necronomicon reference. You get zombies. You get um, – um, um, ghouls and goblins. You get fucking the the scary clown from it in a way as reference okay. as well too. A fucking mermaid is is referenced yeah, yeah, as all the
1: references. Even that that saw guy with the with the yes, circle uh, with the, like, the reference pinhead. Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. Uh, the Hellraiser is like reference, even though they couldn't use a license of character. Like yeah. you get a Hellraiser s kind of ca- character in this, like and. Just even to take that aside, it's just so fun that you're seeing, like, okay, um, everything's similar. Like, the student will go down to the basement. If he goes down to the basement, he's going to find something that's going to trigger um, a zombie to come out and get him. Or if, like, the horny couple goes out to the lake, then you're going to see, like, the crazy serial killer come out there with the, with the axe and try to get them. Like, everything is is meticulously done for these people to die. Mm-hmm. And toward the end, spoiler alert, It gets turned upside down and the people who are watching the simulated performance, all these fucking demons and, and monsters and everything get let loose in this facility and it is a masterpiece of slasher goodness in this. Like, everything is happening on all cylinders. Everything is going crazy on all cylinders. There's death. There's mayhem. There's SWAT teams trying to k- fucking kill a banshee. There's a fucking mermaid that swallows somebody at one point. Like, there's a unicorn that stabs somebody. It's, it's fucking fantastic. There's a unicorn that kills somebody. Like, you're not gonna get that in any fucking movie. Like, Uh-oh. this movie, like... At, even plays with the trope with um who's actually the virgin in this movie as well too like that 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 kind of gets flipped. For people haven't seen to see this movie because it's great. I want not want to spoil too much. It's hilarious, but I wouldn't
1: put it on my top two, top
0: five. Honestly, because it it really it really flips the slasher genre on its head and pokes fun of it. It pokes fun of it in a way that like a spoof. Well. Almost because you know what, there's a, pl- I, and I probably guarantee this is your number one, but it, it probably does. Um, if it's not correct, me I'm okay with that. But it does what Scream did in 1992, where it took the horror genre and it spoofed it in a serious manner. But it spoofed it the same way with this. I felt like Cabin Woods took the, the slasher. Um, Slasher porn Freaking torture But oh,
1: wouldn't scary movie do that To piss down parodies of, of other horror movies. But that
0: was a comedy yeah. Only though but That was is, not like, a slasher We're talking
1: about horror Yeah Yeah
0: that's th- This is actually a horror slasher is, Same this, thing this, with Scream Yeah but
1: parodies Like all these other references Of other horror movies That you see typically
0: Exactly yeah. It does parody some of them But in a serious manner So it's like When like Uh, Zombies come out They're not like Ooh Here's my dick I'm gonna kill you Like the Wayne's Brothers No It's like fucking (laughs) Like I am gonna stab you In the throat And you will die right now Like it's scary There's scary aspects To this movie And even The The the, the crux of this movie Is like You're killing people To serve an ultimate god That is gonna kill you If you don't kill other people Like There's so much in this movie And fucking Sigourney Weaver's In the last five minutes Of this movie too Spoiler alert Like it's Crazy. It's crazy, it's unpredictable, and you, when you think you have it figured out, it slaps you in the face and says, Haha, there you go. I love this movie. This movie, to me, could have been my number one because it's so different, and I love different movies.
1: Yeah, hands-on. Hey,
0: so, what is your number one?
1: In shockingly enough, I ain't scream, but scream would definitely be hands-on, like on my top ten again. Uh, it would have to be Hills Have Eyes.
0: Okay, alright Hills Have eyes Is your number one? Oh yeah Oh yeah Tell me, tell me more
1: In different reasons
0: The uh, original or the remake? No, no, the
1: original <laughs> the Okay remake, The remake was shit uh, I feel like you can you can't, you can't just make a sequel With this one This one just should have been One and done Because that's just How good it was It ended it on a high note From top to bottom It was just like You would never expect Like when you go on A camp base Or a or, or, uh, military base Of Of just a ground unit, out the middle of nowhere, uh, go on top of a mountain. You see all these freaks, these these mutated uh, uh, uh people, uh, with axes and, and a different type of weaponry, uh, just mangling and and brutally beating down like all these innocent people, uh, taking them in and and just like gouging them, you know, eating them, chewing them, whatever. Man, these guys were like. This is a group of, of cannibals, the, like, a family. Uh, and it was just like, what the fuck? What, what did you expect? Okay. You know, this, the unpredictability is what do you expect because they can pop out of nowhere and just hunt you down. Like, like bam, like you're dead.
0: So what does what? What is it about this movie that makes it like number one for you? Like, I want to hear that passion. What? What? Why above all above Halloween, above Scream, above Texas I Chainsaw? I could have picked
1: anything, but this one was just like it. it I loved being scared when I was, uh, and I, that that definitely like like definitely did it. That's what it was. That I loved the number on I, my page, and it just like solidified like wow, how how. And it was different at the time too. Like, it, um, when was this movie made? Like nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah, definitely like one of the hand, uh, mainstays of uh, what a slasher personifies. Definitely, um, and what you see like later on.
0: I mean, this is definitely a crazy horror movie. It really I mean, was. you have it directed and edited by Wes Craven. Um, it's it traumatized it, a lot of people. You know, too.
1: I wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't recommend it for anybody.
0: I mean, I would recommend it for everybody Sad, to watch because yeah, it's I <laughs> because no. I think this, along with Last House on the Left, along with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, those are like
1: they kind of mess me up.
0: Are movies that will literally mess you up, and I think uh, when people love this movie a lot, like I love this movie a lot as well too. I I love it because um, it could be real. It could like as a person that lives in Arizona right now, you know, you have a massive desert, and you never know what can happen to you in no, the desert. Know
1: what could pop up? So, so it's something like something similar to so that. That those happenings.
0: It it definitely is an allegory for the nuclear testing in New Mexico as well too, and the the pro t- typical um the nuclear family that had had everything you know fancied and had all the the um, the the house and the garden set was, and this and was,
1: this was one by far one of my Raven's – all-time All-time
0: all less Craven favorites It, it really um, Has to deal with You know you know The bomb threats Of the 60s And you know Hide under your desk And you know The, the Russians are gonna Come and get us And Terrorists, it, yeah. it wasn't the Russians yeah. it, was no, it was us, us. <laughs> It was us That fucked everything up Right there And that's still Relatable to today As well too Maybe not with The bombing scares no. But I will say With just like What we eat And what we intake In our lives what We drink Believe me What you, know, you,
1: what
0: you see Is what, like what you get Poisoning yourself And I could definitely See this movie Still being relevant today Um, I definitely see Like so much In this movie That can fuck somebody up Whether it's the Cannibalistic nature How um, they're eating people Yes Just how they're eating people The sadistic nature And it kills You don't want to eat A
1: piece piece of men's meat Ever again You know
0: There's a lot of really hard parts of this movie to watch as well too um, and in some cases like uh, it's not specifically based on the true story but it's no. influenced on certain stories of people getting lost and being killed yep um, this movie it's 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 a great movie I even I, I know you it's, said the remake is, sh- is shit yeah. but I do like the remake uh,
1: but I read, this is one of Wes Craven's finest man like who to him Dee Wallace you know good director too uh definitely the, the one of my top choices right there. That's it there were seven breath takeaways. One of them was the was the was this was, was the one that generated popular popularity in front of the slashers and what Texas of Massacre, Psycho and Halloween did uh, further on.
0: No, definitely, it's definitely. It's a piece of the puzzle. If, uh, if you're a person that loves Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it does follow some of those beats of the Campbell House. definitely
1: similar to that, but they take their own spinoff. And, and definitely. Definitely. It's more graphic and more vile and more sadistic. Yep. You know, these killers are definitely, like, hands-on. on Like, you definitely would not meet your uh, natural serial killer next door.
0: Any honorable mentions?
1: Thousands of a Thousand Corpses. Okay. Uh, Friday the 13th. Uh, Scream. Uh, the rest of the Saw franchise: uh, Black Christmas, uh, Silent Hill. Um, uh, what's that one? Uh, The Ring.
0: Yeah, oh, well, it's a Ring slasher. The
1: Ring's not slasher, is it? No,
0: it's uh, psycho. Um, is yeah, it? I mean. Same here, honorable mentions. It definitely went in Psycho. Uh, I know people will go crazy. A lot of people say the Psycho should be number one, Halloween should be number one. Um, I will say that I didn't put Halloween or Psycho Child's as Play. number one. Child's Play is an honorable mention. I do love Child's Play a lot. It was going to be on my list. Um, Halloween, I, I do love Halloween. Um, I will say this. I love the Halloween franchise, but I was not in love with it, I, too. I...
1: You see, the Halloween franchise was what like corrupted me because honestly, I, I, they could have done so much with this Halloween from Halloween three to Halloween. Let's say five or six. This is another debatable topic, but there, there are just so many. People problems. do
0: like those movies, though. They, I know they, I have they, they I have great friends that that do love Halloween, like going all the way to H two O. The
1: stories made absolute sense, and they were just they were just rushing the whole entire project. I feel like they could have just did a continuation with it. Halloween two was okay, but. Um, since they furthered in the story of making Lois Joy his, his sister It yeah. was just like It was a child's act right there I mean and I was, don't know I was just I, I I felt like the two separate uh, Ones were, were the scariest Because you know He had him stalking the babysitter And they didn't know each other You just no, right. had him like Like going through it
0: And like I said Halloween is a movie that I, I I do like the franchise But I don't love it To to the extent Halloween, where I need to put H2O it H2O
1: Was definitely one of my favorites too Really? Yeah, yeah Don't take it I had, I had
0: it You like it Halloween another, H2O yeah, But you don't like, like Halloween too. Halloween too?
1: Halloween 2 was okay. It was not, like, one of my personal favorites. but You're like the Halloween Josh Hartnett? Well, definitely, yeah. We'll definitely be on there. Halloween <laughs> right. Resurrection,
0: no. I'm about to, was I was about it. to dropkick you if you said Halloween that Resurrection. That, <laughs> no, that, that,
1: that, that's what killed the whole entire... Wasn't episode. that what Buster yeah. Rhymes doing like, yeah, the break dancing? That and, you
0: know... Okay, I'm good. Um, another um mention to me. Um, I, I do I do like the Scream franchise. Um, it's a fun franchise for me as well, too. Um... One that um was gonna go on my list, but I stopped myself as well too, and I don't know why. Um, because I do love this movie a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, definitely is The Strangers. I think the Strangers is a fantastic movie as well Strangers, too. Strangers, yeah. It's creepy. It's 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 if if it was a top ten, Strangers would have been in there as well too, because it's based on real events, so that makes it even more scarier. Uh, there are
1: people even uh, people coming in the cabins. You know, there have been yeah. like several kidnappings uh, well, that's murder, why I like so Cabin yeah. in the Woods
0: <laughs> um, you know but those are my honorable mentions right there my number one um, is honestly in my top five favorite movies of all time as well too and is one of my top this is my number one slasher it's a great horror movie it's a sequel too and to me sequels don't necessarily live up to expectations Only I feel like do I think this movie surpassed expectations. I think this movie turned the first movie upside down, fully fleshed out characters. And it harkens back to all the movies we just mentioned, whether it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Hills and Eyes, You know, um, Last House on the Left, things of that nature. It's a love letter to a lot of those movies. Ha, it's hard to say that it's a that love way, letter. That's
1: definitely another honorable mention.
0: Uh, and it's hard to say in a, in, a, in a brutal movie like this that you want to put love letters, but this movie is a love letter to that style of filmmaking. Um, I love it from the filmmaker himself. I think he is. He has an eye and a knack for this genre, and you can see all you want about his films, and whether you like it or not, whether they're torture porn, whether it's just for his own amusement itself, where he puts his friends in his movies, I don't care. I think from start to finish, this movie, to me, is the perfect slasher movie, and I don't care if anybody fucking agrees with me or not, because it's my list. This movie is 2005's The Devil's Rejects.
1: Oh, hmm. yeah.
0: I think um, Rob Zombie is an incredible director. He's a great director. I'm
1: I right
0: do on. love the two thousand eight Halloween movie. I, I I think it's a masterpiece. I I that was going to be on my list the as well too. Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Uh, is yeah, It's a it's a masterpiece. I think it's 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 a great it's oh it, God, it, like it's it's a it's a little bad. bit
1: it's it, it definitely told a different origin. Of it's Myers. a little
0: bit of a departure from the first movie on some points, but I think the brutality is there for Michael Myers. I think it's oh, yeah, it's, overt it's overt a lot brutality. Of but, um, I do love that movie. And I think this movie right here. Like I said, it, it plays on so many different things. It has, like, the brutality of che- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's a part where... Oh, there's a
1: different similarity to that, you know, to the cameras.
0: Well, there's a part yeah. where, um, uh, you know, uh, Sid Haig, you know, literally cuts Sid somebody... Ha-
1: Sid Haig is, like, hands-on, one of my favorite horror actors. He
0: cuts somebody's face off and doesn't put it on... Well, he puts it on himself for a second, but then he puts it on a girl and makes her run outside. And
1: gets hit by a fucking It's, truck. like,
0: so fucking traumatic right there. Like, that part alone is it's gory, it's, it's, it's captivating um, There's there's parts Where there's kidnappings And you're trying to root for these people um, That really want to make it And I really want to make it Like but you're they, rooting they for give them it,
1: They give it like It's too much of uh, Oh
0: there's Yeah but like They, they don't and, and the way that they don't It's it, they, The way that he died You know A person gets shot You see their brains splatter You know um, There's stabbings There's brutal killings By bones and fucking poles um, I think everybody's <laughs> Character, um, it it is, is so captivating. Something I think very sh- captivating graphic too. I think Sherry Moon Zombie. Sherry Moon
1: Baby, you know her character is, is hands on. She's a slutty. I think she's, she's slut, but she's definitely like uh She's maniacal. Something something vicious about her. Yeah, she's, she's very she's maniacal. Crazy.
0: Uh, I think uh Sid Haig is is just the best part about this Sid movie. He
1: always does. He has a lot of sense of humor in this. He always has a def- dark sense of humor. Which I like, which is what he which is what he, he's always
0: uh And rest in peace, Sid Hag as well too, man. He didn't die. Yes he did. He just died. Yeah, Sid Hag has died, man. when well, you've been living under a rock, bro. Really? Yes, sir.
1: I did not know
0: that Sid Haig did die you know fantastic oh man, he
1: just died September twenty. wow man yes Please. sir Rest in peace Sid Haig
0: yeah Sid Haig it, it was the best part of this movie from the, the offbeat comedy to the dark humor to you know the guy Captain, Captain Spaulding, Spaulding you know He's done that character um, from House of Thousand Corpses to so this movie right here he was uh, great. And then, of course, the upcoming Three from Hell movie. Feature, uh,
1: the Three from Hell. Three from Hell, which will be his last uh, portrayal as the character. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing and that. And then,
0: even, like, the brutality of um, Bill Moseley's character, I think, you oh, know... you well,
1: yeah, Bill Moseley sleeping with, with other dead persons. You know, that's, yes, that's like, this
0: up. movie is, like, really fucked up. This movie is really messed up. This movie, like I said, is a love letter to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, to Last House on the Left. And, and just, it a, 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 a really hits on all cylinders of these these three psychopaths running from the law and and, in some way somehow and I don't care who feels a certain way about this Rob Zombie makes these characters who are just evil incarnate just evil incarnate he makes them And you know this movie is just so crazy, and like I said, it 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 makes you feel empathy for these characters because they're they're in that convertible. Yeah,
1: that's bittersweet.
0: It it is very bittersweet that you actually, in some fucking way, you're rooting for them to get away.
1: Yeah,
0: in some way, he makes you turn. And, you know, they go full on with, you know, handguns and shotguns in that convertible. And they go straight down to these cops with Freebird blasting. And they're getting shot up and these cops are shooting them. They're shooting these cops. They're getting their licks in. And it just ends on that notion right there of like a spaghetti Western Street fight happening. And it is literally, to me, one of the best pieces of art in cinema that I have seen in a long time. And for any movie... That
1: is definitely, Rob Zombie is definitely creative with these types of movies. To man. me, this is
0: Rob Zombie's best movie. Um, I think for any director that you can make somebody change their emotion about a, a crazy character and make them see a, a decent side or okay side of them or or some some good in them whatsoever... Um, to not want them to die or not want them to get arrested like you're a masterful, masterful filmmaker. And that's just me. That's just my two cents on it. And that's why it's my favorite movie. Hands Slasher movie. I
1: uh, said, hey, question to you, sir. Uh, hands on one of my, my favorites of all time of horror, man. He definitely, definitely solidified uh, uh, Captain Spaulding. other few ones that I forget but yeah man he was definitely like hands
0: on a pioneer fucking DDP's in those rejects man oh man they Trejo they're like bounty Hunters there's a good casting in
1: that movie yes Um, there is
0: bro like it's it's such a fucking crazy movie like you know what it reminds me of Dust Till Dawn when you see um, Quentin and George Clooney take that that.
1: Dust Till Dawn will always be one of my favorite
0: horror it's a great vampire movie but, like, yeah. um, when you see them on They're the comedy. road, yeah. like, kidnapping people, like, it reminds me of that. But this takes it to the fucking next level, level where it should have been. I'm like, what the fuck? Yes. You know? So, yes, I love this movie. I'm dri- dropping F bombs all over the place, but this is, you know, a radar. That's podcast. how captivating it is
1: because it, it motivated us. Like, it, it inspired us to watch it, you know?
0: Yeah, so if anybody it, you know? who hasn't seen, you know, um, House of Thousand Corpses, watch it. It's a great movie, too.
1: Beware. For violence, brutality and nudity and, and a lot of uh torture. So if you're into that stuff, believe me, this will be a hands on fa- uh all time favorite movie of all time.
0: Yeah, that I think that's all all, all the makings of it. House of a
1: thousand courses is all time fun, uh, it has a lot of things to, to look forward to and a lot and to see. Yeah. Um, just not them, it's just like
0: everything in between. Well man, I think that kinda wraps us up right here. I think um are you surprised that none of like the main people are on my list besides maybe Freddie?
1: I'm surprised at Cabin in the Woods. That's that's questionable, but I can see why you, you you like the different outtake of
0: it. I like movies that surprise me. Yeah. I um
1: you definitely you definitely like want things to like take to a different level.
0: I do. I with my, with my kind of horror or my slasher movies, I don't like that much predictability unless it's something that's a love letter, and I think like Hellfest is very much a love letter. Um, to slasher movies of of the '70s and '80s, and I definitely think that House of I'm Sorry, Devil's Rejects, is a love letter to the '70s as well too. And I, I, I those I could give a pass for, but if it's mindless killing, like that's why I really don't like Jason movies that much because I feel like most of it is mindless killing.
1: Most of it was the same thing over and over again. Pretty um, much,
0: like besides like one to three, those are like the, probably the the, the there best. they would
1: always be my favorite. Out of all, all it, was bit, it, it wasn't on your list It wasn't on your list But it's a It would definitely Be on my top
0: 10 Alright yeah I can see that 3 could be on my top 10 As well too uh, Also
1: um Jason Jason Lives Yeah uh, Part 1 Part 2 You know definitely
0: up there yeah man I, I definitely think that, that slasher or horror itself is very subjective so everybody will have their own personal opinion on certain things because I people know
1: love other different types of uh, different movies of horror
0: but our opinion does not matter yeah. to your opinion like everybody's right in that aspect right there uh, I like I said I do like the Halloween movies I know it would have been or Psycho those, would, but they don't have a personal connection to me um, hell even like Silence of the Lambs I love Red Dragon yeah. more than, than that yeah. but so that's just our personal opinion so guys don't get too pissed off, that's just our how we yeah, see you things you can
1: criticize us you can harsh us down but like seriously uh this is what we think what we feel like uh generates us you know
0: Well, Dan, you've been an awesome guest. Um, I know you don't have any social media to plug, so I'll plug this podcast right here. I know this podcast was once called Sideshow Conversations. I kind of wanted to put a fresh coat of paint on it and change up the name and give it more of a pop culture reference right here, and that's why we called it Pop Culture Fanatics, because we are fans of everything in pop culture, whether it's movies, video games, uh, sports entertainment, you name it, that's in the pop culture genre. We're talking about it. So um, I hope you guys do love the name change and um are still on the ride all the same shows are gonna happen nothing to watch you know nothing to game you know um uh, pop five as we're doing right now and everything that usually i do on this podcast will stay relatively the same um just a little bit more on overdrive now kind of kind of kicking the pedal to the metal if you if you say it that way um so pop culture fanatics you can find us on um, Spotify, you can find it on the Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Stitcher, and of course on Anchor. Um, I will always tell it Anchor because it's the easiest way to make your podcasting um, at the tip of your fingertips. So yeah, um, definitely try it out. Yes, definitely try it out. It's pretty fun. Um, and of course, Pop Culture Fanatics is also on Facebook by the same name, and you can also find it on Instagram at pop Pop Culture Fanatics. Um, Dan, do you have any last words before we let this go?
1: Stay safe, but be horrified.
0: Stay safe, but be horrified. I do like that, you know. If you're a fan, always stick it to the next level. Be a fanatic.
1: Later. Happy Halloween.